Story nineteen of Maoriland Fairy Tales by Edith Howes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. Story nineteen The Island and the Tanifa. A fierce storm at sea caught a party of fishermen out in their boats. Rowing hard to shelter, they all reached their homes except two brothers called Manini and Hiki, who were farthest from the land. Buffeted by the wind, blinded by the rain, tossed on the great waves, they were carried past every point of land they tried to reach. To hope to guide their canoe was useless. They must be content at last to drift before the storm. Gradually they were carried out to sea, till they passed the place where the sky hangs down to meet the tumbling waters. Presently they saw land ahead. They guided the canoe to a sloping, sandy beach. They sprang out and drew the canoe high on the shore. Further along the beach were rocks and a hill. They hurried towards these, hoping to find shelter from the storm. From the rocks a cave led into the hill voices came from the cave as they stood hesitating an old woman came to the entrance asking who are you two brothers who have been driven to your island by the storm answered manini may we take shelter in your cave yes yes come in she said she led the way into the cave they followed her footsteps but could not see her for the cave was dark. Rest here till morning, said the woman's voice. Worn out with their fight against the storm, they laid themselves down and slept till morning. When they woke, daylight streamed into the cave. The old woman sat looking at them. Behind her stood her daughter, a maiden so beautiful that each brother at once resolved to win her for his wife. The old woman was friendly. She brought food and set it before them. To their astonishment, it was raw. Raw fish, raw potatoes, raw bird. Do you not know the use of fire? Manini asked, remembering also the darkness of the cave the night before. Fire? What is that? the woman asked. The brothers searched for dry wood. They rubbed rotten pieces together till a tiny flame sprang out. They wrapped the pieces in dry grass, waving them in the air till the hole burst into a stronger flame. Then they pushed the blazing bundle into a heap of sticks they had collected. There was soon a big fire. Curiously, and with some anxiety, the woman had watched every movement. They were plainly frightened. What do you do with it? the mother asked. Cook our food, answered Manini. She could not understand. Fire and cooked food were as unknown to these people as the building of houses. She peered into the fires. The smoke rose into her face and turned her sick. What's an evil thing? she cried. The brothers showed her where to stand and tried to teach her the dangers and the uses of the flames. To cook their food, they
they heated stones in the fire. Raking them out when hot, they packed them into a small pit dug in the ground and laid the food on top, placing a layer of leaves under and over the food. Then they spread turf over the top of the pit and left the food to cook. After a while, they turned the turf off and lifted out the food. Such an appetizing smell arose from it that the women could not resist it. They ate their share with relish. It is good, said the mother. We shall eat no more meals raw. She went round the hill to tell her neighbours. They came running back with her, eager to see the strangers, the wonderful fire, and the oven in the ground that made food taste delicious. Manini and Hiki showed them all how to make fire and cook their food. They found themselves held in such reverence by these simple, untaught people that they resolved to settle on the island. They built a house for themselves and taught the people to build others. When the house was finished, Manini said to the old woman, Give me your beautiful daughter to be my wife. But Hiki had already said the same thing. The mother did not know which brother to favour. She did not think of asking the daughter for her opinion on the matter. If she had, the daughter would have chosen Manini. At last the old woman said to the brothers, You must run a race. The winner shall marry my daughter if he can afterwards kill the Tanifa. All the islanders gathered around. A course was set and the brothers raced. It was a close struggle, but in the end Manini won. The beautiful daughter laughed with joy. Where is the Tanifa? Manini asked. He lies over the highest ridge of the hills, said the old woman. From there he descends to slay and eat. If you kill him, you kill our one great dread, the terror of our island. He is a monstrous dragon, so huge that when he walks he shakes the earth. I will kill him, said Manini. He thought deeply. Help me, he said to the islanders. I have a plan. The men came willingly. Under his direction, they worked all night, digging a deep pit that would hold fifty men. Next day, they laid a screen of branches over the top. Hiki and the fifty men stepped in with their weapons and lay beneath the branches to wait while Manini decoyed the Tanifa to the pit. Manini set off alone to rouse the Tanifa and led him down to death. Over the farthest hills he went till he came to the highest ridge. There, in his den, the Tanifa lay asleep. Manini raised a shout and woke the monster. With a roar of rage, he rushed from his den. Snarling and snorting, he pursued Manini over the hills and down the valleys towards the pit. Manini had to fly like the wind, for in spite of his weight that shook the ground, the monster ran swiftly. Manini reached the pit. 
slipping under the screen of branches just in time to escape the claws of the tanifa. Then began a terrible fight. The tanifa tore at the screen, his great claws reaching through almost to the men's faces. Cut them off, cried Manini. The men swung their axes and cut off the monster's claws. Roaring with pain and rage, the tanifa tore a hole with his teeth and came at them with his mouth wide open. The fifty attacked the huge head. After a stubborn battle, he lay at last helpless and dying over the edge of the pit. Then they sprang out and finished killing him. During the fight, the terrified islanders had shut themselves up for safety. Now they came out of their hiding places shouting for joy that the dreaded tanifa was dead and loudly praising the courage of manini he shall be our king they said so manini married the beautiful daughter and was made king of the island hiki said i also wish to be a king and marry a beautiful wife i shall take the canoe and seek another island he sailed away and found another island where he also married a beautiful wife and was made king. End of story 19 Recording by Maria Brooke, New Zealand